Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey, I so appreciate you joining me again today, and I want to share the second half of my message, The Weak Are Made Strong. Yesterday I was out of Second uh, Corinthians. In fact, the two passages I used was chapter 12, verse 8 through 10, and then chapter 13, verse 4. And I talked about how uh, Paul had a thorn and God used that for his glory and how God uses our imperfections for his glory. And I want to continue that today, And but I want you to pray with me. Our Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for this great day. This is the day you have made, Lord. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. I pray you'd strengthen me in my weaknesses. You'd help me to overcome those fears and things that I deal with from time to time. And those li- listeners out there today, Lord, who they know exactly what they're going through, in the name of Jesus, bring peace to their life. May they see you, and may they see you clearly. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Our weaknesses show how much we need each other. Yes, our weaknesses show how much we need each other. We really do need each other. There's a song that goes like that. We really do need each other. We want to go strong in Him. We need each other. That's why I talked a couple days ago about the vitality, the, how vital it is to be in fellowship, to be around Christian people, to be in a small group, whatever it might be. Get yourself tied in with believers so that you can have people that would help you in your weaknesses. You know, there's a lot of churches that have wonderful small groups. Our church has a few, and of course, a lot of small groups have been off because of the the COVID. But we, you know, we have several going on right now, and we have one big group that meets in our sanctuary on Wednesday. That my pastor Max, who's a phenomenal teacher, is going through the Book of John. That's for everybody who wants to come. And so that group is not really a small group, but it's uh, it's a group that people are coming to learn. And there's a lot of churches. Yesterday, last couple of days, I brought up Rock Harbor because my daughter goes there. Well, they had 107 small groups, 107 small groups. But what they're doing is they're having all these people meet, so they all have a family. They all have a family that's close to them that that they can share with, that can help them in their growth process. I love that. My daughter and son-in-law, they're involved in one already, which I think is awesome. Vance Havner said this, Christians like snowflakes are frail. But when they stick together, they can stop traffic. Christians like snowflakes are frail, but when they stick together, they can stop traffic. Folks, that's true. When when snowflakes stick together, we have snowstorms, it's a mess. You can you can close down a road for forever and ever. But you know what? We need to stick together. We need to be God's people together. I love the New Testament. I love the book of Acts when the people had everything in common, how they shared together and they walked together. In the whole book of Acts, the church grew by thousands upon thousands upon thousands. And that's why we're all here today, because what happened in the book of Acts, what happened at the day of Pentecost, and the fellowship was vital. The importance of the church family was vital. And God spoke of that in the New Testament, the vitality of the importance of being the church. People be the church. Be involved. If you're not going, please get online and be involved in a service. If you don't have a service to watch, you can go to our church. I mean, you can go watch us online, www.cloverdalechurch.org, and it'll, it'll take you to the live link, or you can watch past messages. It's whatever it is. You can at least do something to have fellowship within watching what's going on and listening to God's Word, but I encourage you as soon as you can to get involved in a church body 
where they can walk with you, help you, and be there for you. Listen to this. All God's giants in the Bible were weak people. They were all weak people. Well, what are you talking about, Pastor? Well, Moses had a temper, and God transformed him into the humblest man on earth. In fact, Numbers, the book of Numbers, chapter 12, verse 3 says, Now Moses was a very humble man, more humble than anyone else on the face of the earth. <laughs> Listen to that. He was a humble man. Not only was he humble, he was more humble than anyone else on the face of the earth at that time. He was so incredibly humble. And God used him. And remember, like I said yesterday, he had a speech impediment. You know, and so he had Aaron speak for him sometimes. He didn't let weakness overcome him. He was a giant for God, but yet he was a weak person. People, you can be a giant for God. Don't let the world uh, persuade you otherwise. Abraham was fearful, and God transformed him into the father of faith. Yes, transformed him into the father of faith. And that's something for us to understand. He will transform you. He will use you, even though you might be fearful, even though you might have struggles. We all have struggles. In this world, you're going to have tribulation, but the Bible says, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Jesus has overcome the world. He's given us strength in our weaknesses. Peter was impulsive, but he became the rock. Yeah, he was impulsive, but he became the rock which they built the church upon. In fact, Matthew, Jesus says in Matthew 16, 18, and 19, And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades, or the gates of hell, will not overcome it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And we know that God used Peter in the book of Acts as the evangelist that changed the world. Yes, Peter. Yes, flawed Peter. Yes, the man who denied Christ three times, turned his back on him. God used him. He told, and Peter said in Acts of first chapter, he says, I think verse 38, repent and be baptized every one of you and you will receive the Holy Spirit. Repent and be baptized. And they did. They repented, and they were baptized, and they received the Holy Spirit, and they went out, and for the whole book of Acts, thousands upon thousands came to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. As impulsive as Peter was, he became the rock of the church. He became the rock that helped change Christendom even today. Are you a rock? Can you be used as a rock for God? Absolutely. Absolutely. I can tell you people that have been used by God in powerful ways. Folks, I want to be used by God. I want to be that rock. Even though I get impulsive sometimes. Even though I get impatient. That's my worst thing. I get impatient sometimes. But I know God can use me. I know God can shape me through these weaknesses and make me strong. Remember, the weak are made strong is the title of my message. Paul shared his failures, his frustrations, and his fears. When you read through all the books of Paul, which was 13 to 14 in the New Testament, he was honest with people. He shared how he struggled. He shared his attitude issues. He shared those fears that he had. He shared all those things because he wanted people to know that he was vulnerable too, that he was a human being. He wasn't beyond the pressures of 
because he's so holy that he didn't get tempted, because he was so holy that he was strong all the time. No, Paul was like you and I. He had his weak moments, but God walked with him through those times and made him strong. So when you're thinking about this message today, think about several things. Am I limiting God's power by hiding my weaknesses? Am I so afraid if I get involved in ministry that people will see how weak I am? Or are you willing to say, God, use me, use my weaknesses, help me to become strong in all those things? Give me the strength to overcome those issues that I deal with every day. Lord, I want to be used by you. I don't want to have any excuse. I don't want to get to heaven and face you face to face and start stuttering over my words because I wouldn't do anything, because I had all sorts of excuses. And people, as pastors, we hear all sorts of excuses. The whys we can't get involved. Why is it so difficult to help your church in their children's or youth ministry? Right now in my children's ministry, my children's pastor struggles with having helpers, struggles having those that really need to help him. And it's hard on me. I try to go not, call people say, hey, can you be willing to do this? But to get people to say yes to the call is so difficult, and it's so frustrating. But you know what? I'm telling you, if we will serve, we will serve Jesus. If we'll serve our community, we'll serve our families, you'll see the power of God unlock your future. He will open up doors that you have not seen before, and you are going to make a difference because you're going to be a living light for him. So what do we need to do? We need to stop hiding behind a cloud of fear and let God use you. Stop hiding behind those fearful thoughts. Pastor, I'm just not good with people. I'm not a good teacher. I don't have any skills. I kind of like Napoleon Dynamite. I don't have, you know, what are my skills? Do you have skills? It doesn't matter. God uses the weak to make you strong. People of God, it's time to step up. It's time to get busy. It's time to start being difference makers. There's something going on in your church they could use your help. I don't know what ministry it is. What ministry it is. You know, we've got a number of them going on in our church. And I've told you before, like we have a wood ministry that the guys work physically, and man, they love it. And that's a great turnout of guys. But they're saying yes to the call to help the missions. That money goes all to missions. Saying yes, say yes to those working in youth ministry or children's ministry or senior adult ministry. We have a group of ladies that go over and do deep cleaning in our church. They come together just on their own and do deep cleaning, just randomly go along with what our janitor does. It's time. It's time to be made strong. It's time to be used by God. And I hope and pray every one of you are. Our Heavenly Father, I love you. I thank you for using me in my weaknesses. I thank you for giving me strength when I'm weak for giving me encouragement when I'm down, for helping me work with these church people and, Lord, all the people of the Treasure Valley. Lord, I pray you'd be with every single pastor. God, anoint them. Send them leaders. Send them people that will help them. And God, may we all progress and lead people to you. Lord, fill our churches. May our community be filled with people who love you. Thank you for every listener. Thank you for their lives. Thank you for what they stand for. And God, lead them. I pray all these things in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Amen. Lord bless you. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.